0: Recording live from a room Recording live from a room somewhere in Chicago You're listening to Small Fish Radio Theater and Espenarium Approximately 20 minute variety hour Sharing in the fun are our talented emissaries of
1: entertainment. Joy Thorpe Jornson Coates.
2: With today's special guests, Sharon Phillips, Eleanor Katz, and Mark Cater.
1: And reporting from the field, Miss Kitten.
0: And now, Dwight Meadows. I mean, Light Shadows. It is still the night of the town's annual winter ball. Ella's long-lost sister, Portia, returned and revealed she was a vampire slayer. Exterminator! I said exterminator! I never said that Buffy thing. Well, anyhow, Portia tried to stake the vampire Barney, but... No! Ella leaped between the
2: stake and my heart. You staked your own pregnant sister, Portia.
3: Only in the shoulder. The baby will be fine. Ella, speak to me, Ella. I need garlic bread.
2: Oh, Ella, I thought you gave
3: that up. I have a stock of garlic in my car. You've done enough damage, Portia. I haven't even begun to do what I came here to do. Oh. Out of my way, zombie, before I cut your head off.
1: Need garlic bread.
3: But if you've
2: been eating garlic bread all this time, that baby can't be
0: mine. Meanwhile, across town, millionaire Playboy Dex and return from the dead witch Angelica, rethink their plans for revenge on Ella. I was this
1: close to cursing her, Dex, and you stopped me. I had to think about the baby. The curse wouldn't hurt the baby, at least not until he or she
0: were 16. If that's my baby, you will not curse it at all. You will let me do anything I want, Dex. I will let you do anything. Because you
1: are in love with me.
0: Because I am in love with you, Angelica. Now,
3: Dex,
1: give in to your
0: passion. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the woods across town, Taylor is transforming back to his human form after running around as a werewolf
3: ella No, Taylor. It's Portia.
0: You uh, tamed me. Uh, Nobody's ever done that before.
3: Not even Ella?
0: Especially not even Ella.
3: Then why waste your time on her, when you can be with somebody who will tame one wild side while releasing the other?
2: But
0: I love Ella.
3: Maybe you can learn to love me instead. Now, Taylor, give in to your passion.
0: Meanwhile, across town, it's time for the last dance at the Winter Ball. Brains!
2: Sorry, Charlie. Ella's in no condition to dance with you. (laughs) Ella, are you okay?
1: I'll live.
2: And the baby?
1: Haven't you guessed by now, Barney? There is no baby. You lied to us? Why? Because half the town wanted to curse or kill me or both. It was my only way out. You'll protect my secret, won't you?
2: I don't know. I need to think about it over dinner. I haven't fed since before the first episode.
1: Why don't you eat in? You mean... Yes, Barney. But
2: all the garlic in your system...
1: Aren't I worth the risk?
2: Of course, Ella.
1: Now, Barney, give in to your passion. Oh, Bonnie!
0: Tune in next time for another saucy episode of Light Shadows. I need to go home and take a cold shower.
1: Hello, and welcome to Cooking with Joy our weekly radio program offering up me reading from a cookbook today's recipe how to make fine lard cut pork fat in two inch squares put in one pint of boiled lye oak and ashes and boil until the cracklings are brown strain and cool Later recipes call for one pear or sliced raw potato, a pinch of salt, and a tablespoon of water to be added to the fat. Heat slowly until the fat stops bubbling and strain through double cheese cloth. Tap with hot sauce.
0: Hot sauce. Everything's better Whee. with hot sauce. I don't know. That sounds pretty disgusting to me.
2: No, it sounds great.
1: It's it is très bien. Spicy, <laughs> spicy lard. Spicy fatness. Yeah. That is my nickname. Now tell a food joke. Oh, I got one.
0: Green, what did one cannibal say to the other while they were eating a clown? Does this taste funny to you? Hey, what did the blonde say when she saw Cheerios? Look, donut
2: seeds. <laughs> 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 I really do like that
0: one. I should be offended. But that's is a good joke. I like it. Oh, yeah. And now a word from today's sponsor.
1: Today's program is brought to you by Whatever the Bleep You Want Centers of America, offering consumers the freedom to do, say, give, or take whatever the bleep they want. And by Naysayers of America, getting it wrong since 1776.
0: Welcome to Once Upon a Thespinarium, a weekly flash fairy tale to keep you dreaming. Today's story is about trolls.
1: No, it isn't. Here with today's fairy tale, special guest, Eleanor Katz.
3: Once there was a guppy named Greg who was pretty darn bored because being a little brown fish in a bowl is pretty boring. But he had big dreams. While his brothers and sisters were content to swim in schools around the tank, Greg couldn't bother with the school for he was in love with the mermaid. Her throne was in the corner of the tank surrounded by plastic greenery and protected by sea dragons. Covered with green aquarium scum, she surveyed her realm through beady black eyes. She didn't have much to say, and so Greg believed she must be foreign. She was very exotic. But Greg knew Mermaid loved him because she always let him sit in the curve of her tail. What he really wanted to do was swim into the hole in her back, the hole that let her fill with water so she would not float to the top. Then he could take his place behind her heart, and they could live happily ever after. Alas, she was too close to the wall for him to squeeze in. So Greg hatched a plan. He only had to wait until the time was right. Finally, the day arrived. He could tell because the big yellow bucket appeared for cleaning day, As his brothers and sisters were picked up with nets, Greg lurked beside his love, waiting. Just as it was her turn to be plucked from the water like usual, he swam up into the hole in her back and was lifted from the water. But for some reason, rather than being put in the yellow bucket, the mermaid was set down on a flat surface.
0: Holy sea monkeys, thought Greg. This is alarming
3: out of the swiftly draining hole in Mermaid's back, he could see a new statue of Diver Dan being placed in the tank. Oh no! Who's that jerk? They've got her a mate. How can I compete with
0: that? Oh, I can't breathe. Oh, I hope they put us back in the tank soon. Dear fish god, I promise I'll never stray from the school again at the yellow bucket time.
3: Just save me. As he heard the familiar sound of the yellow bucket being dumped back into the tank, he prayed he would survive just long enough to make it home. At last, Mermaid and Greg were lifted into the air, but they were headed for a bowl of soapy water. Oh no! Greg wriggled as best he could, and as he neared the poisonous brine, he managed to get his tail out of the opening and land on the granite countertop. In seconds, someone picked him up and plopped him back into the tank. From that moment on, Greg was happy to worship the now clean, shiny mermaid from afar, and she did the same. Luckily, she seemed to have no interest in Diver Dan. The moral of today's story, stay in the school. This
1: story was brought to you by Too Many Swedish Fish and a Can of Mineral Water.
2: It's time for Lottery of the Absurd.
3: Lottery, lottery, lottery of the absurd.
1: This week's lottery numbers are a secret. If you can guess them, you win. Here's a hint. How many armadillos does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many armadillos does it take to screw in a light bulb? Got it? Good. This week's prize? Just the fact that you win. Because after all, we're all winners, right? Again, this week's lottery numbers are a secret. Guess them if you can. Small Fish Radio reserves the right to withhold lottery prizes based on the fact that they don't really exist. Questions? Head to our website and consult our non-existent FAQ page. Thank you. Welcome to Bad Poetry Corner with jokes. Yes, that's right. Bad poetry and jokes together. You decide which is which.
0: A pile of rocks in the alley. A pile of garbage in the street. Pile of butts on the lawn. Pop can in the garden. Spring is here.
1: Miss Kitten, reporting live from out in the world where the biggest jokes are hiding.
3: This is Larry from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And I've got a joke for you. I once told a guy 10 puns, hoping that one would make him laugh, but no pun in 10 did. Oh, that is
1: really, really bad.
2: Hi, my name is Rob, and this is my joke. Um, A guy walks into his friend's house, and he sees his friend sitting at the table playing chess with his dog. And he says to his friend, wow, your dog can play chess. His friend says, he's not that good. I've beaten him three out of five.
1: (laughs) That's wonderful.
0: This is Michael. What did one patient say to the other patient while laying in bed?
1: Well, I have no idea.
0: Have you heard the joke about constipation? No. That's because it hasn't come out yet.
1: Larry has, um, decided to share yet another gem with us.
3: Why did the chicken cross the road?
1: I have no idea, dear.
3: To get to the ugly witch. What? Knock, knock.
1: Who's there? The chicken. (gasps) Why, I never! And what do you have to say for yourself, young man?
0: What did one snowman say to the other?
1: What? What? You smell carrots. My joke is what's brown and sticky? Oh dear, I hesitate to ask. A stick!
0: Portions of today's program are brought to you by Human Battery Packs, the body recharger that works just like your phone charger. Pooping out halfway through the day? Tired of forking over your hard-earned cash for that pricey afternoon pick-me-up latte so that you can stay awake to earn more cash to pay for more pick-me-up lattes? This week, for the low, low price of $10.99, which is the price of three lattes, you can send for the Human Battery Packs. All you need to do is plug in the electrified seat cushion, sit down, and watch your mid-afternoon performance double. Not to be used after swimming or while bathing. Minor skin rashes have been reported. And that's
2: all for this week's approximately 20-minute Variety Hour.
0: Got a story to tell, a good joke, a bad poem, a hellacious haiku, a flash fairy tale? Head to our submissions page and find out how that special guest could be you. And thanks to today's
2: contributors, Tom Mizoraka, Trina Kekasik, M.K. Kelly.
0: Check us out on Facebook. Click the thumbs up and tell us you like us. Small Fish Radio Theater providing portable theater for the year. This approximately 20 minute variety hour featured the talents of Mark Tater, Eleanor Katz, Sharon Phillips, Kat Dean, Joy Throbjornson coates Michael Herzovi, and Michael John Kelly,
2: directing and sound design by Trinica Kasich. Special thanks to the White Crane Wellness Center for providing rehearsal and recording space. The Small Fish Radio Theater is produced by Michael John Kelly and Trinica Kasich. Thanks Thanks for for listening.
1: Like us on Facebook. Follow
2: Follow us us on Twitter. And Instagram. Oh
1: yeah, that too. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a great week.